what's up everybody and welcome back to 10WT Tip, where every single week we teach you how to form the healthy habits that will transform your body and your life. At the 10-week transformation, we teach you a five-step framework. It starts with building your big, which is your why behind your fitness. Then we help you set your success indicator, which is what you want to accomplish and by when. Next is identifying your progress indicators, which are the weekly behaviors that will inevitably indicate that you're making progress towards your overall goals. Then we help you plan your pills, and these are the micro habits that will increase the likelihood that you hit your goals amidst the chaos and the busyness of your life. And lastly, we help you set up your scoreboard, which increases the stakes of the game and gives you the feeling of game on. I promise you, if you implement these five steps, your habits are gonna be rock solid, your self-confidence will skyrocket, and you'll be on the path to your best you. Every single week, we help individuals who are hungry for growth get closer to the best version of themselves. I'm your host, Nick Carrier, and today I'm super excited to be starting part one of a three-part series called How to Form Habits That Stick. With the 10-week transformation, I think this is the biggest thing that we help people with. It's how do we form habits that are lasting? Because one of the things that I like to really preach is like, look, I know we're in the middle of a 10-week transformation. I know this is a 10-week timeline that we have together. However, I am looking to help you 10 weeks and beyond. I don't want these things to just take place during these 10 weeks. I don't want you to just feel great in these 10 weeks and you go back to your old ways and your old habits after this thing is over with. I want you to go into this thing knowing that we're trying to identify habits, not that you can only stick to for 10 weeks because that's not gonna do us any good. I want you to identify habits that we can maintain for the long haul, for 10 weeks and beyond. And this is a lot easier said than done because I think all, all of us, everybody listening, including myself, has looked to create habits that are actually going to last, create habits that actually stick. And and we've had varying levels of success with that. Oftentimes, we try to form habits and then we just can't stick with them. Maybe we stick with them for a week and then the second week it's a little bit off, but not too bad. Third week, kind of same thing. And then fourth, oh crap, we missed a few days of it. And then it just kind of fizzles out after that. But then sometimes we've probably had some habits that we've been more successful with. And so I want to make sure that we can identify what are the ingredients? What are the different principles that allows habits to stick for the long haul and what allows them to be lasting habits for 10 weeks and beyond? And so the first part of how to form habits that stick is making sure that we don't do too much too soon. One of the things that people often get really motivated to do at the beginning of embarking on the next phase of their fitness journey is because they're really motivated for some reason. Maybe it's they saw somebody else have a lot of success or maybe they're just really frustrated and so they're really motivated to get out of that frustration and they just like realized, they looked at themselves in the mirror and they're like, holy crap, I gotta look different than the way I look. And so they're really motivated at the beginning and so they are really motivated to make change. But that motivation is, that same level of motivation is not going to last for the long haul. And so we have to make sure that in the beginning, when we're really motivated, we don't place unrealistic expectations on ourselves for what we're going to be willing and able to do six weeks from now when we do not have the same level of motivation. And so we want to make sure we don't go too much too soon. And so the phrase that I like to use when it comes to this principle is workable. We want to make sure that we're identifying habits that we're trying to do that are workable. And workable to to me means that we're choosing things that we're willing and able to do 
based off of what we've been willing and able to do in the past. Because if you're trying to say that I'm going to work out six times a week and you're coming from a place that where maybe you work out one time a week right now, then you're probably not going to be able to consistently work out six times a week. So we don't want to jump from A to Z. We don't want to go from zero to 100. We want to go to A to B. And then after we've done B for a while, then we go B to C. And I want to tell you about a few client stories that I've just recently, they happen all the time, but have just recently come to the forefront. So I have had somebody who is currently on his third virtual 10-week transformation with me. He he participates this from up in Minnesota. And the first time a while back, he had pretty good success. Wasn't great, but he definitely had pretty good success. And then his gap between that one and the next one, his second one that he did, was about a year. And during that year, he had found himself falling back into some of his old ways. And so he wanted to get back into this thing. And for whatever reason, I could sense a new level of rejuvenation and motivation behind his health and fitness and his purpose behind it when he started this next one. And so he started this next one and he really wanted to focus on just kind of like getting back into his routine. He really loves doing the Murph challenge. And so the Murph challenge, if you're not familiar, is this challenge that is a named after the I'm blanking, I should have looked it up beforehand, but named after the guy who is in the movie The Lone Survivor, so Murphy, oh, I'm blanking on the guy's name, but anyways, it's a one-mile run, then it's bodyweight exercises of 300 squats, 200 push-ups, 100 pull-ups, and then another one-mile run, and you see how quickly you can do that, and generally, people in the Army, when they do this, they do it with a weighted vest on, but obviously, not all of us are necessarily going to be able to do it with a weighted vest on, and so He's always been motivated to try to see how quickly he can do that. He likes body weight type stuff and likes really pushing himself hard. But he was at the place at the beginning of this next time we transformation where he was not willing or able or thought he was able to be able to do that full Murph. And so he was just going to do a half a Murph and see where he stood. So meaning he did everything cut in half, a half mile run, 150 squats, 100 pushups, 50 pull-ups, and then another half-mile run. And then he did that at the beginning, and and then at the end of the 10 weeks, he ended up doing the full Murph and saw amazing improvement. He felt so much better going through it than he did at the beginning of the 10 weeks. He had so much more endurance cardiovascularly and muscularly. And then right when he finished that one, he was so motivated. He's like, I want to do another 10-week transformation. Let's get right into this thing. And I want to actually wear, wear a weighted vest this next time. And so he was like, I'm going to level up and take this thing to the next level. But he knew right at the beginning that he was not going to give himself too much too soon. And he was like, I'm going to do the half Murph. Then at the end of 10 weeks, he felt comfortable doing the full Murph. And then at the end of the next 10 weeks, he's going to do it with a weighted vest on. So you see, you have to make sure that we build on our progress. We don't try to go from zero to 100. We go from zero to two and then from two to four. And then we build on that progress day by day, week by week, month by month, and 10-week transformation by 10-week transformation. Another example that I have is somebody who's now in his fourth week at the time of this recording, fourth week of a second 10-week transformation. And in his first 10-week transformation, he was actually originally going to be doing it virtually with me one-on-one, and I just couldn't get him to get started. He was procrastinating. He was a little bit nervous, I think, to get started. He didn't. He, he, he's the kind of person who used to view working out as painful and as hard and as something he dreaded doing. And so he just procrastinated on getting started. He had a tough, he has a tough travel schedule. And so he was going to do it virtually, although he does live in Nashville. And then when the next in-person came around, he decided to do the in-person 
program and just jump in rather than do it virtually. So he jumped into the in-person program and he started to really find a little bit of a rhythm. He started to find a little bit of a routine. It wasn't perfect, but it was finding a little bit of rhythm, a little bit of a routine. And then I just got a, got off a call with him about a week ago in the third week of his second 10-week transformation. And he was traveling and he was saying how now when he misses a workout, he actually misses it. Like he looks forward to working out the next time because he looks forward to the way it makes him feel. It looks forward to the way that it actually changes his brain and his energy levels and such. And I was like, I hope you just heard yourself say that because that is a massive progress. That is a massive psychological and mindset shift and viewpoint and perspective when it comes to exercise. And so he knew in the beginning that his goals were not going to be all that lofty. It was just going to be finding out how to get into a routine. And now he's like, I miss working out if I don't do it. And so he's having a little bit loftier expectations for himself. Now he's got a water goal that he's really going to try to work on on a more regular basis and trying to make sure he still hits his fitness goals even when he's traveling. And then this third person is in her, again, week four of her second 10-week transformation as well. And I got a text from her at the time that I'm recording this, a day before this, yesterday, and it read like this. Also, I'm not monitoring sweets this go-around of the 10-week transformation, but having significantly cut back on the first 10 WT, it has just naturally allowed my body to just crave it less or not even at all. Yesterday, my mom and sister's birthday, it was my mom and sister's birthday, and we had multiple desserts throughout the day, and I didn't have any. Not that I was depriving myself, I just didn't really crave it or even want any, which I think is a pretty big success for my first 10 weeks. And so, during the first 10 weeks, she was tracking her sweets on a regular basis because that was always holding her back from feeling the way that she wanted to feel, looking the way that she wanted to look. And because she was able to gradually get to a place and and form the habit of not eating as many sweets, now she doesn't even feel like she needs to track it because she's so comfortable and confident that she's become the type of person who does not need to do that. So she started off with not as lofty of a goal of like not even tracking sweets or just having no sweets to now she's not even tracking it. Sure, she'll have some now and then. She's not going to be chaotic and completely deprive herself, deprive herself, but she's going to make sure it's really intentional whenever she does have it and she doesn't even crave it anymore. So that's just so cool. So these are just examples of people who went in with realistic expectations that, you know, I definitely want to make progress and I know I can make progress, but I know I'm coming from a place that I haven't had the best habits in certain areas of my life that I could have. And so let's start, let's start off realistic. Let's start off pretty small and then we can build on them. And all of them have done the 10 week transfer multiple times now, or, or at least on their second, on their third. And now they're looking to optimize their habits. And when they crush this 10 week transformation, they're going to optimize their habits even further in the next one. And so this is just a beautiful example of you need to make sure that when you're setting goals for yourself or setting habit goals for yourself, that you're making them workable, meaning that you're deciding on them because you're willing and able to do them based off of what you've been willing and able to do in the past. If you're looking to form habits that stick, don't do too much too soon. Have realistic expectations of yourself. Follow through on what's realistic now, and you'll be amazed at what becomes realistic later on when you continue to build and continue to build and continue to optimize. So whatever it is that you're trying to address, if you're looking to work out more, take the current number of times that you're working out and do one more a week. Do one more a week. Form that for maybe four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, and then maybe bump it up again. If you're looking to eradicate sweets, don't cut out all sweets. Bump the number you're currently having down two, three, four sweets a week. If you're looking to improve your water intake, don't go from 
I drink 10 ounces of water a day and the rest is coffee to drinking 80 ounces of water a day, try to go to 40 ounces. Try to do something a little bit more realistic. Don't do too much too soon or you're setting yourself up for failure. I hope today helps you try to form habits that stick. And remember, this is part one of a three-part series. So make sure you tune in for the next two parts because while this part is super impactful and super important, it only is a fraction of the total importance when it comes to forming habits that stick. So make sure you check out the next couple to know what those other important philosophies and principles are to ensure that you can form habits that stick. But in the meantime, make sure you join me for my next Instagram live workout at carrier underscore best you. This is going to be so fun, y'all. Come join me at Insta- at on Instagram at carrier underscore best you and join me for some Instagram live workouts. And you can also join me for a free call if you need help forming habits that stick, deciding what's workable for you, then you can go to nickcarrier.com slash free call and I'll hop on the phone with you for 15 to 30 minutes and discuss what you need to do to form habits that stick. Again, nickcarrier.com slash free call. But I hope today helps you get closer and closer to your health and fitness goals and ultimately helps you get closer and closer to your best you.